Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining us again, and I hope everyone had a great and happy Thanksgiving with their families, uh, with their church family. I know a lot of people uh, this year, not as many people traveling, but I uh, hope you had a great time there. And well, we had a great time here at Tabernacle Baptist Church, and uh, we're just thankful that you're joining us again. And Christmas is right around the corner. And uh, we're in the second episode of a three-episode mini-series here. We started last week with the attack on Thanksgiving, uh, being thankful, because I really think there is an attack on being thankful. On the second area, uh, as we're leading up into the holidays here, is uh, the attack on contentment. And I think really, as God's people, we need to fight the battle against discontentment. Um, And contentment really has a very simple definition, uh, is being satisfied with what you have, Uh, not being, uh, not sitting there and having, uh, being unhappy with what you have and wishing you had something else and, oh, if I only had this, then I would be happy. Uh, that is really the definition of discontentment, and our culture is very much geared toward discontentment. I don't know if you've ever seen commercials that just try to make you dissatisfied with what you have, so that you buy their product, and that's what advertising is for. And uh, we live in such a commercialized culture that I think we need to take a step back and look at what God's Word says in regards to this, because we can get caught up in this so easily. We can get caught up in this culture of we must do things a certain way. Maybe your family did things a certain way at Christmas time uh, or the holiday times. And, you know, we're almost as a society was kind of programmed that, yes, we need to get, you know, uh, we base the love for our children based on the number of uh, Christmas presents we give them or whether we were a successful parent or we were successful in providing for our family. I mean, if we must provide at least. 10 presents for each of our children uh, in order for us to feel like we're successful. But let me challenge you with something this morning. Are you, do you see that written in the Word of God? Is that anywhere there in God's Word? I think we need to be careful because we can perpetuate this discontentment without even realizing it on our children and that they have an expectation and it can take many years for them to deprogram that and realize what the biblical teaching is. And to be honest, in my lifetime, I have not heard a lot of biblical teaching on contentment. Uh, We hear a lot on thankfulness, but something that goes hand in hand with thankfulness is contentment. And Paul sums it up well here in Philippians chapter 4, and uh, we're going through a series at our church on Wednesday nights, um, going through the book of Philippians, and so we'll be getting to this in more detail in a couple weeks. But uh, I just wanted to touch on some things here. Uh, verse 11, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and how to abound, and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And so Paul here, in that we look at Paul's life, and he had been through a lot of different situations. He had been shipwrecked. He had been beaten. Uh, He had seen great successes in the ministry. He'd seen churches started, people saved, miracles happen. And he said, whatever condition I'm in, I'm going to be content with what is going on in my life right now. I'm going to be content with what I have, whether I have a lot or whether I have nothing. Uh, It's easy to be content when you have a lot of things, but are we equally content when we don't have as much as we wish we had? 
Uh, because when we have a lot and blessings are overflowing, it's easy to be content. But maybe there are times there's always going to be valleys in life. There's mountain peaks and then there's valleys. In those valleys, are we going to be content with what is going on in our life? And many times we spend a lot of time and effort and energy bemoaning our situation and how discontent we are with it instead of being content with whatever situation we are faced with. And I think we need to teach this to our families. First, we need to teach it to ourselves because, let's just be honest, have we been caught up in the lack of contentment? It's just an amazing thing to see at Thanksgiving time. I mentioned this last week a little bit. Thanksgiving time and now Friday, the day or the day of Thanksgiving now, but Black Friday. You know, uh, I'm not saying it's wrong to participate in Black Friday. You know, if you want to get some deals for some presents you're going to get this year, I understand that. But I think the overall premise, if you look at, I'm not saying that Christians involved in it believe this, but I think the overall premise of our culture is, well, you know, now that I've got my thankfulness out of the way, our, our traditional thankfulness, uh, now I need to go and get what I want. And the root of discontentment is covetousness, desiring something that God has not provided for you. And I think a lot of Christian people spend a lot of their life trying to get things that God has not given them and prob and knowing, not probably, but knowing for a good reason why we should not have them. But we spend time and effort and money saving money and spending money and getting into debt for things that we really don't need instead of being content with what we have. Let me ask a question here today. This, you can answer this yourself. If you got nothing for your birthday, would you be content? Or would you feel like no one loved and cared about you? Because we associate things with love in our culture. Uh, if you got nothing for Christmas, and uh, maybe you were, t I'm not saying nothing, but that you're, you know, you're told your family loves you, maybe you get a card, but you got no presents, you got no material things, you got no money for Christmas. You know, I said, well, you know, I guess talk is cheap, you know, because they, people say they love me, but they sure didn't show me anything. They sure didn't show me through their actions by giving something to me. Or was that, are, are we going to be content? So you know what, I'm so thankful for what my family provided to me by showing their love for me and giving, telling me how much they love me and care about me and how much I mean to them. Do we understand that's worth more than any present that we'll get on Christmas Day? Any set of clothing, any shoes, or any electronic gadget. Do we understand that's worth more than all of those things combined? Because we have detached value of love and of serving, and just we have, there's a value in contentment. And First Timothy 4 talks about that godliness with contentment is great gain. But I think a lot of Christians miss out on that gain because they don't know how to be content. We just don't know how to. Our culture does not lend itself to contentment. But when we are, you know, we look at people and say, well, do you want anything? Do you need anything? Oh, no, I'm actually good. And we think there's something wrong with them. Everybody wants something. Not always. Are we content? And the older I get and the more I see this is that we need to be content. We need to teach our children to be content. If you give your children everything, all you're going to create is a covetous, unthankful child. And well, I want this for Christmas, I want this, and I want this. And if you give it all to them, all they're going to learn is life is about getting what I want. I said, be content with what they get and what they have. Some very important lessons in raising our children are done there. But I think before we teach our children, adults, we need to learn it first. Because so many times we teach our children to be content, but then our children see us being discontent with how things are, discontent with our lives, discontent with what God had us doing, discontent with our jobs, discontent with our spouse, discontent with our situations. 
Can we can we start battling for contentment? There's such a battle against it. We as God's people need to battle in our thinking and change our thinking in some things, and it's hard. It's hard. It's a great battle. But what did Paul say? I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. How was he able to be content through the power of Christ? And realizing that Christ was content to live on this earth and to do the will of his Father, even coming from because coming from the glories and splendors of heaven to this earth is a great downgrade. More unimaginable an unimaginable change because we don't understand the glories and splendors of heaven. One day we will for saved. But we don't understand how far Christ condescended, the Bible says, and he, he uh, took upon himself the form of a servant. He did that, and he wasn't, didn't grumble about it, didn't complain. He wasn't discontent. He was content to do the will of his Father, not to be ministered unto, but to minister. And so next week, we're going to look at the third part of this, and how do we perpetuate contentment, and how do we have true satisfaction? Let's just ask a question. Are you satisfied with where you're at right now? We are almost taught in our culture not to be satisfied, always striving, always stri- always going forward, always looking to um, uh, get the next big thing, the next big thing, the next big step. And yes, there's nothing wrong with striving for the Lord and striving to be successful and striving to do a good job. But so many times that word success, we miss the success Many times uh, can also mean discontentment. I'm not going to be content until I see this accomplished in my life. Can I tell you something? If we live that way, then whenever we get there, we're going to have to strive towards something else. Should we strive to serve the Lord? Absolutely. I'm not saying we should sit there like a bump on a log and do nothing for God. However, we need to be careful that that word success in our culture many times is discontentment and covetousness disguised. True success is God and us living for God and serving faithfully. Being faithful, that is success. And the success, the fruits that we have and the blessings we have in this life many times don't reflect our faithfulness, but eternal riches will reflect our faithfulness and eternal blessing so we can cast them at our Savior's feet. So let me encourage you with that this week as we go, to, go into the Christmas season. Let's remember that Christmas is about Jesus Christ, about a gift that man did not deserve. It's not about things. It's not about what the newest electronics are. It's about Christ. And the way we can start that is being satisfied with what Christ has given you. Well, thank you for tuning in this week. Don't forget to share us on social media. Also, you can subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss another episode. And I pray that this week that maybe you uh, can exercise some things and maybe have some family devotional times about contentment with your family. And if this has been a blessing to you, don't, uh, don't hesitate to share it, to share it with your friends and your family. And I hope that this has been a blessing to you today. And we will see you next week. Uh, Don't forget that the 26th of December and January 2nd, 2023, will not have a podcast. We're taking a two-week break there over the holiday time and uh, taking a little uh, break there from that. So we'll be back uh, the second week of January. So don't forget to tune us in there. And uh, we wanted to thank you for your support this year, seeing how it's grown. Uh, We're up to uh, almost double the number of uh, subscribers that we had before. So looking to see it grow in the future and looking forward to some changes in the new year. But thank you for tuning in and pray that everyone has a blessed holiday season coming up and I will see you next time.